Welcome to another episode with Loans Elevated. My name is Brock Lassig, top 1% loan officer nationwide. And I'm TJ Heidenreich. Together we bring the latest news, strategies, and insights in the mortgage and real estate industry. Welcome back to another episode with TJ and I uh, at Loans Elevated. We're excited today to talk about the reality of the Fed's actions, how that's impacting households, and maybe some foresight on how families should be paying attention to these trends and, and taking action now or soon uh, to help their families financially. So, Teach, dive in, kind of talk about this first step on the finding. I mean, this is mind-blowing stuff. Talk about how much debt we're seeing yeah. that's non-mortgage debt in households right now. No, it's crazy. Well, I think if you take a step back, pre-pandemic, we had reached an all-time high in consumer debt. Uh, credit cards, it was at close to a trillion. And what Credit hap- cards was $927 billion pre-pandemic. Correct, correct. And what led to this not being an issue for a couple of years was uh, the stimulus we were receiving from the government. Mm-hmm. Instead of that padding savings or going to stuff that it should have gone to, it went to paying off credit card debt. Mm-hmm. And so it went down, I think. Yeah. I think it went down to uh-huh. like $750 billion. Yeah, correct. So it came down like correct. $200 billion. Correct. But what's crazy is how fast it came back and above. Now we're above it. We're at we're about a trillion It's now. almost a trillion. I think what it was like $990 so close. billion. We'll, we'll be there within the month. Like within, yeah, probably <laughs> as of the, within the next month, we'll right. be there. So we saw an all-time high get set, the, the government stimulus, bring it down by like 20%. Yeah. And now it's gone right back up. Extremely fast. Beyond mm-hmm. in like, it was less than two years. It's gone back up uh, beyond that 20% that was cut down. And there's really no end in sight because economically speaking, things are not looking hot. So this is right. a little crazy, but dive into the other stuff. So then auto loans, they're at 1.5 trillion. Student loans is at 1.6 trillion. And HELOC debt, which is virtually the same as credit card debt, $336 billion. So the crazy thing is all of this debt in combined, what we read, uh, this is from the Fed website, what we read was that all the debt combined in the most recent quarter went up by like $190 billion in just one single quarter, all of this combined. So it's going up extremely fast. We're hitting all-time, I think this is all-time, not HELOC debt, definitely not all-time records, but I think auto Student loan and credit cards yeah, are sure. at all-time records. Well, and the auto loan is kind of concerning for me because how many auto loans are now going underwater? As, oh, for sure. Everyone was yeah. paying. Like, I mean, I tried to buy a f- truck, <laughs> and they wanted me to pay 25000 over MSRP. That's I, I looked at the same thing. <laughs> dude, and normally, like years ago when I would buy trucks, I could pay 10 12, 15 grand right. under MSRP. Right. You could shop around and find something that a good deal. It's, yeah. It just did not happen the last couple of years. So it, that's scary. Yeah, that is. Sure. It's one of the scariest, yeah. the scariest parts of this. Yeah, it's a big, big deal. Mm-hmm. So now rates. Uh, we wanted to kind of talk about what people are paying on mortgage rates because this is where the Fed is putting massive pressure on families. And yeah. I'm sure those of you that have debt are feeling this or, or need to go out and buy a new car. We're all, we're all feeling this. Uh, but credit cards are now to an astronomical average rate of 24.1%. So that means on $1,000 in credit card debt, you have, I'm just going to calculate this real quick, just $1,000 in credit card debt. Mm -hmm. Remember, there's $1 trillion in the US in credit card debt. Every $1,000 in credit card debt in just interest is costing you $20 per month 
in interest or $240 wow. per year in interest wow. on every thousand. And you, that's not paying any of the balance down. Uh, I mean, if you've got balances of 10,000 plus on cards, you're hundreds per month. You're not ever getting out of that. And we see that often with our clients. Oh, 100%. Uh, and thankfully, our strategies help them solve this issue oftentimes. Yeah. But we see it a lot. I mean, oh, I easily sure. see 10, 20,000 in credit card debt, sometimes more, especially yeah. with business owners. Oh, for sure. Well, it's cool for, with our strategy we use, we, we if we've got move up buyers that are selling a property, oftentimes we digest, like if you were to pay down your debt, yes, you've got a higher mortgage payment because you're putting less on the house, but you're so you're head and shoulders above where you were just mm-hmm. a year ago at that time. And that's one interesting thing about our industry and something that we pride ourselves mm-hmm. on is it's like at the the root of our passion in this industry <clears throat> is guiding people down a holistic approach right. of their financial picture and figuring out, okay, how do I leverage real estate in a way that puts me in a much better place financially mm-hmm. in the global view of my household and my family's finances, not in just this mortgage, just this house, because it's so much more than that. But right. before we digress too far, auto rates are about six and a half percent and rising every single month. Uh, student loan rates about six and a half percent and rising. As far as our research showed, this is from the Fed and bank rate. Uh, HELOC rates currently sitting at seven point seven eight percent, and just this week the Fed raised again their rates. So that's They're probably, probably going to bump into eights. Yeah, it's going to bump into the eights. Mm-hmm. Credit cards probably going to be bumping into. nearing 25%. uh, It is, it's wild, like crazy expensive. Now, some of this we could, uh, I mean, later on in the year, if the Fed were to come, I mean, to change their position on the Fed funds rate, we could see some of these start to go down, but not at the rate at which if you were like, if you were upside down, you needed to do something. If you were to subsidize into other areas, like like into your mortgage or, or some, uh, for that matter. Yep. Well, and the, the, the other interesting thing is a lot of us, some of us have only this memory and most of us uh, living and would be listening to this have a memory of the Fed raising, you know, the Fed's been raising rates. Before that, the Fed rate was at zero. Right. I don't think we ever hit that ever again. I mean, historically speaking, where we sit today is, is really not much higher than what the norm is mm-hmm. uh, over the long run. Mm-hmm. 0% what we saw for 10, 15 years is by no means something we can assume will ever come back. Right. And sure. in that case, these rates, I mean, will they go down? Sure. Yeah, but, but not, at the not a lot. Which, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like, it's crazy how Definitely. expensive things can get. So this is very, one, one thing that's that's important, if you listen to what the Fed says, they're pushing the the rates up, which is affecting, thankfully, not mortgage rates. That's a common misconception. Mortgage rates do not go up because the Fed raises rates. So that's mm-hmm. a major saving grace and a, a, actually a big, huge part of this topic today, uh, which we're going to dive into at the very end. But with what the Fed's doing, they're raising rates to tighten the economy, slow growth, slow access to credit, slow businesses from growing, which is their goal, they've said it, is to tighten employment. Mm-hmm. In other words, create unemployment so that less families want to be out purchasing goods and it will help with inflation. Mm-hmm. So the short of that is they are proponents of you losing your job or your family member losing their job. That's what the Fed is purposefully doing right now. Mm-hmm. That's a concern when you see these rates. We see consumer debt at historic levels. We see rates at extremely high levels. And 
beyond that, so th- this is important. These two go hand in hand. The balances are high historical levels, and the rates are at really high levels. So that is exponentially worse than what it would be like back in the 80s or something, right? right. Because the average car loan was super cheap. Not a, the, Everything was much cheaper. So just because rates may have been higher back then, exponentially right. greater debt with uh, abnormally high interest rate compared to what we're used to over the past couple of decades is very impactful to families. And they may not be feeling it, but for sure, well, if the Fed, yeah. And what I what stands out to me with the Fed too is they don't understand what they've done so far. Like they've probably already done enough raising to mm-hmm. fix the inflation problem. In fact, right. we know they have. Like, it's, well, the bank issues cracking in the economy. I mean, clearly there's a lot of pressure on, mm-hmm. on the economy if yeah. banks are failing. Right, large, right. massive banks no, are failing for sure. Like, I mean, it's like Barry Habib, who's someone that we follow. Is religiously, it, religiously, he he puts it this way: you, you've got a doctor, and the, a, pa- a patient's dying. They go and give that patient drugs to get them feeling better, and five minutes later, they check, and that patient's not feeling any better. Better, they just give them more drugs, and eventually, you're going to overdose. And that's essentially what the Fed's doing. That's right what now. the Fed's doing, yeah, mm-hmm. they're over medicating, right, and not realizing it takes time for things to mature. Honestly, mature. <laughs> right, right. So that pending unemployment is a real concern. It's something that we're mm-hmm. worried about for, I mean, thankfully Utah, which is where we're based is in a pretty good position economically, yeah. but we are still concerned over it. So our call to action to people is one recognize what we're up against because it's a real thing. It's something we need to be looking at now. Uh, we need sure. to be assessing what could happen economically in the future? We could lose our job. Uh, income could go down at the at the least. There's things that could change while the cost of everything you own is going up. So one thing that we are a proponent of, because rates are starting to come down, is a and, – and one thing real quick. Rates are coming down. There is historic levels of equity in real estate right now, mm-hmm. like I think record-setting yeah. levels of home equity. So our encouragement is – Look at all this data. Understand how impactful this can be. Look at a cash-out refinance on your mortgage. Tap into some of that equity you have. Granted, you might give up a 3% mortgage rate to a 6% mortgage rate, or maybe maybe not that high. We'll see. But three to say the mortgage rate doubles, that's not very impactful when you wrap up debts that are at 20-plus percent mortgage rate, uh, it, like credit cards, for yeah. example, and other consumer debts. And the Auto loans, even though they're going to be at about the same rate you could refinance on a mortgage, the the monthly cost, expenditure exactly is, yeah the cost of the financing mm-hmm. monthly is so much greater that if you just reinvest those monthly savings back into your mortgage, so you're paying the same money out of pocket that you were paying, but mm-hmm. it's all now going to your mortgage. The mm-hmm. prepayment on the way amortization on a mortgage works could literally be worth tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands. We've ran mm-hmm. scenarios where yeah. people save several hundred thousand dollars mm-hmm. by doing this and mm-hmm. and, and pay most, off their mortgage sooner too exactly yeah yeah i mean that's kind of baked into those yeah. huge savings yeah but most people look at mortgages like we said in the beginning in a very linear way mm-hmm. and no, they don't sure. realize how powerful owning that asset and being able to leverage with that asset is right well not to mention you only have one payment at that point right worried about one payment life gets a little Ex- simpler exactly yeah, exactly for sure so, Teach, dive into – you ran a scenario. Dive into the scenario you ran and how powerful this could be just as a hypothetical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we encourage you guys to reach out to us so we can run your specific scenario, but this is powerful. Yeah. So let's say you're wrapping up $50,000 of consumer debt into your mortgage, which you might even have uh, – well, you will have an interest rate increase on your mortgage. But you could pay – you'll be – that 
$50,000 is about $1,000 a month in consumer debt. Well, your payment is only going to increase on your mortgage by about $250 per month when you wrap up that $50,000. But you're going to be, so say you apply that $700 net savings to your mortgage. Well, you're going to be pay off, paying off that house in 19 years and you're going to save, what was it, like $300,000? 300 grand. 300K in interest. And not to mention that $1,000 or the, yeah, $1,000 a month, and say that's credit card debt, that was just interest. That wasn't, you're not paying the principal whatsoever. You're not ever touching the balance. So yeah. that's, it's powerful. Yep. So a big portion of that, because oftentimes when we talk to clients, we run this on the minimum payments very often, and it mm-hmm. still nets hundreds of thousands of dollars in right. savings oftentimes. But most people are paying way more than the minimums out of pocket. Yeah. And so from their cash flow, they can afford to pay more and develop greater equity in their house. Right. And that exponentially changes these numbers for the better. So, uh, yeah, no, I mean, this is powerful stuff. Yeah. Kind of scary stuff, but things that we wanted to make everybody aware of, give you uh, maybe just plant a seed so that you could start strategically thinking about your options because you never know if there's going to be a, a job loss or something in the family. If there is, at that point when you really, really need these types of strategies, you no longer qualify for a mortgage to obtain these types of strategies. So it's no, important sure. to be proactive and thoughtful and have, you know put a little foresight into the decisions you're making. Uh, yeah. And also mortgage debt. This is one thing that I think is important and we'll just kind of cap here because we don't need to keep talking, but mortgage debt is tax deductible. Oh, All this huge, other debt is yeah. not tax deductible. Right. So it's like, it's, there's a, there's so many benefits. You're going to be paying less in taxes every year by having a senior mortgage. Yeah. And you're going to be paying less in interest. You're going to have be debt free sooner. I mean, there's almost nothing bad about it, but people get stuck on the fact that crap, my mortgage rate's going yeah. up. My mortgage rate's going up. It's like, it doesn't, I mean, it matters, but it's not the most important thing. No, for sure. If this is something that you guys feel you want help with, reach out to either of us. We'd love to help out. And also, if you know anyone that's on the fence about buying, send them to one of our homebuyer seminar classes. We'd love to help out. We do our smart homebuyer seminar the last Wednesday of every month. And there's going to be a link in the description to that seminar. Yep. And please share this if you found it valuable. I think it's something that every American family needs to hear and at least start thinking about. Thank you for tuning in. For more industry insights, follow us on all platforms at Loans Elevated. And to get in touch with our team, call or text 801-713-4000 or visit loanselevated.com.